Welcome to Vegas Boss Talk. Good day from Vegas. I'm your host, New Orleans Mark. On today, we're going to touch on week nine in the NFL, one game past half the season. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Orleans Cajun, C-H-E-N-A-W-L-I-N-S-C-A-J-U-N. You can also listen to my podcast, which we're doing right now on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. And you can also listen to me on the Inside New Orleans radio show, hosted by Eric Asher on 106.1 FM WRKN New Orleans, and also on iHeartRadio every Friday at 6.15 Central, and also on ericasher.com. So let's get to it. Well, we've got Steve the Shrimp Man back this week after a little mishap with the hurricane last week, and we hope Steve's doing good. Steve, what's going on? Hey, Mark. How's it going? Doing good, doing good. So let's try to get back into the groove here. Last week was sort of a little bit of an off week with everything, but it's time to get things rolling. Second half of the season. Yeah, life's full of second chances, so let's do it. Okay. Our first college game we're going to talk about. Um, we've got Michigan at Indiana. Michigan opened a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They're now up to three. They got, they got waxed last week by um, was it Michigan State last week. They got beat by Steve. Yeah, that was a – Big favorite and lost 20. I think they were 20-something point favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Indi- they're at Indiana, who's been who's very, very much a very, very much improved team in the last few years, and they are very competitive. That's why you got such a low line. Uh, let's break this game down, Steve. What do you think? Well, Michigan's a three-point favorite now. I think it was three-and-a-half or four, so they, they bet in Indiana in this game. Uh you know, uh, this quarterback, Milton, for Michigan, was supposed to be, you know, Harbaugh said he was going to be a special kind of talent. And uh, he did look that way the first game against Minnesota. And then last week he didn't do so well against Michigan State. I don't know if it was a, just maybe a, they took it for granted because Michigan State had lost the first week uh, against uh, Rutgers, I believe. It was a, they was a big favorite and got beat. So, you know, there's a lot of question marks in this game. Uh, I mean, I do, you know, Michigan's ranked number 23. Indiana's ranked 13. Michigan's a three-point favorite on the road. So that's kind of telling to me how, you know, I I think Michigan's probably the right side in the game. But, you know, I don't think I'd bet a lot on it. But I think if you had to play the game, I think Michigan's the right side for sure. I think they bounce back, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't figured Michigan out yet. They look like they look bad one week, good in the next week. Indiana's been actually looking pretty good. I think they're going to be – Indiana's definitely going to be up for this game. And they, like I said, they're not the Indiana of all. They've very much improved. So, um, you know, I really can't take a side on this. I, I probably would take a shot maybe with Indiana, but probably a good sit-and-watch game for me. Okay, our next game will be Florida at Georgia. Uh, it looks like Florida opened five. I'm sorry, G- Georgia opened five. It's now down to three. Um, you go, you know, Florida can, can, can throw the ball. Georgia, eh, they're sort of so-so this year. I mean, they're good, but not that overpowering of the Georgias we used to seeing. Um, what do you think about this game? Well, it's a neutral site game. They play this game in Jacksonville every year. 
Uh, so there's really no home field advantage at all. Uh, Georgia didn't look very good last week against Kentucky. They went 14-3, had problems uh, moving the ball. They turned the ball over. The, the kid Stetson Bennett, the quarterback, threw two interceptions, I think two or three interceptions for Georgia. Um, you know, on the other hand, Florida's coming off of a bye week. And uh, the week before that, they beat Missouri pretty easily, 41-17. You know, Florida's a team, they 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 always going to – you know, anytime Dan Mullen's calling plays, they're going to score points. So, they do have a good offense, but their defense has been a little, you know, mediocre, I would say, at best this year. They don't, they don't really look that good on defense. But, I mean, they did hold Missouri down to 17 points, so maybe they are starting to show a little improvement on that side of the ball. You know, with Georgia, you know what you got. You know, you got a team that plays great defense every week. Kirby Smart, very, uh, you know, he recruits – defense. I mean, they very deep. He kind of uses the same blueprints as Saban did at Alabama when he because he come from Alabama. You know, so they got a lot of depth and uh you know, you know that the offense is going to run the ball and the quarterback's basically a game manager. So, you know, I, I think from a talent perspective, I think George is a little better and that's why they're favored, you know, what I mean, but at the end of the day, probably whoever turns the ball over the least is going to win this game. I mean, that's that's how I see it. And, you know, like I said, Georgia had three turnovers, three or four turnovers last week. I look for them to clean that up this week because they know they can't do that and win this game. So I, I think Georgia's probably a, a, sl- a small play in this game. I mean, I, I just feel like they'll they have a little edge with talent and they'll win the game. Yeah, I mean, this is sort of a – you know, Florida can score, but their defense, they have no defense. And Georgia has just, you know, really haven't been hitting on all cylinders. They've got a good defense, but offense has just been struggling. You know, I, I feel three could be a lot this game. Um, but, I mean, I think Georgia's going to try to actually try to slow the game down somewhat. I don't think they want to try to get in some kind of a score match for Florida because I don't think they'll be able to match up. And I think they'll try to put pressure on Florida, maybe get some turnovers. You know, this is a, it's you know, it, you very seldom sit there and say three is a tough number. But I mean, I like Georgia. I think I think Georgia money line. I'd have to take a shot with that. I don't really like the like laying the points right now with that one. So um, let's go to Clemson at Notre Dame. Clemson opened four. It's up to five. Uh, their quarterback, what's his name? He's out again this week. They're on a second-string quarterback. Kids started out a little shaky, you know, but it's got some talent. Um, I think they can clean that stuff up this week. Well, uh, what are we, what are we looking at with this game? Oh, um, you know, I mean, I think you know, of course, Trevor Lawrence is, you know, the Heisman candidate, and he he is important. You know, I'm not saying he's not, but this kid that came in, his name is Ugalele against Boston College. He uh, started off a little slow. They tried to ease him into that game, and uh, they got dug themselves a hole. I think they were down like 28-13 at halftime against Boston College. And in the second half, they turned him loose, and it was uh, they ended up winning the game 34-28. to You know, look, 
Clemson and Alabama, to me, I'd be shocked if that's not the national championship game again this year. Uh, I, I can't see anybody else getting in there. I mean, I, I think Notre Dame's overrated. They really haven't beaten anybody. They've played a bunch of cupcakes. I think their strongest opponent might have been Pittsburgh, you know. So Clemson, Clemson's a team they show up when they got to, you know. Everybody a few weeks ago thought Miami had a shot getting 17 against them, and they just buried them, which I, I did have Clemson that week. I knew that was a trap game. You know, Clemson's just, you know, they're so deep. They got they, – they recruit so so well. They got, you know, they got a great coach. They probably got the best defensive coordinator in the country, maybe in, in college football history. I, I can't think of anybody that I, I that this, that's better than Brent Venables. I mean, he's he just gets them guys to play every week. And I, I think Notre Dame's going to have a real tough time scoring on this defense and – you know, all this ukulele kids got to do is give the ball to this Travis Etienne, who's also a Heisman candidate, and let him go to work and, you know, throw it to him in a flat, and he'll probably take off and run it for 60, 70 yards like he did against Boston College. So it's not rocket science what they need to do to win this game. And I think, you know, Clemson's going to win this game. Probably won't even be close if I had to guess. So I, I definitely think Clemson's the right side in this game, even with the backup quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, Notre Dame, I think they're overrated. And they don't – they just don't play those top echelon teams good when they have to. I think everybody's getting caught up in this Notre Dame mystique, these games on Notre Dame. Slams five. I think if Trevor Lawrence was playing, you're probably looking at 10 to 12 on the line. And you'd be sitting there saying, like, oh, that might be too much for Notre Dame. And I'd be sitting there saying, I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect to delay it with Clemson, which is telling me, you know, with Trevor Lawrence quarterback, and, and if that line's 10 or 12, that means they're probably going to win the game by three touchdowns. Um, I feel, you know, I think, I think this number's correct. It wouldn't, shock, it wouldn't have shot me if the thing would have opened six or seven because they are that good, and they are that – I mean, technically they are a tier one team. I think Notre Dame's maybe a tier two team. Um, I think if this kid can just – play a clean game and not make any dumb mistakes. I think they're not going to try to do too much with him, try to do some high percentage passes with him, you know, take their shots down the field, but really not ask this kid to do a lot. Um, you know, Notre Dame, you know, they might not, they might, they might only score 10, 12 points in this game. So I think Clemson will definitely be in the, in the high twenties, maybe 30. So I definitely like Clemson. We're going to touch on one more game that we can't, I came across. I think it's going to be interesting, especially with you and I with this one. Houston Cougars are at Cincinnati. Since he opened 10, they're now up to 13 and a half. I think maybe 14 some places. Um, let's see your breakdown on this one, Steve, because I know, like I said, we've, we've bet Houston this year, and we've won with them. We've bet Cincinnati, and we've won with them. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it look, it's a high line. Um, so let's see. Let's see your um, opinion on this one. Cincinnati's done no wrong the past few weeks. I mean, defensively, they they play in perfect games. They 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 look they look real tough on defense. I will say that they are at home. They're the number six team in the country. Houston's coming off a disappointing loss to Central Florida. They had problems scoring certain times in the game. I mean, they had a lot of punts in that game, which I really didn't think they would. But you know, I I think that this line is kind of 
inflated because of that, because of the way Cincinnati's been blowing people out and Houston's had some dull efforts. I mean, you know, let's face it. BYU's a great team, and Houston had them on the ropes, ready to knock them out, and BYU caught them with an onside kick and changed the whole game late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter, I don't remember. But it was, uh, you know, if it's not for that onside kick, Houston may have beaten BYU in that game. So Houston can play. They, they're they talented. They have a lot of returning kids from last year. Um, they have a great coach. This quarterback, uh, Clayton Toons, one of the – probably top 10 quarterbacks in the country. You know, I think Houston's going to find ways to score against Cincinnati, and I do expect this game to be a lot closer than the experts think. I mean, I just think 13 and a half is too many in this game. I could be wrong, but, you know, I, like I said, I think Dana Holgerson's going to find a way to uh, score in this game, and, you know, like I said, he's got, he's got tools. It's not like Houston don't have talent, and I, I just, you know, I would have to bet Houston plus 13 and a half for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I look at the game. I mean, we've, you know, I've had Houston a bunch of times, a few times this year. I've had Cincy. Um, Houston can score. Cincy can score. Um, but, you know, I stressed this last week and the week before. I mean, since he's given up 12, since he's given up about 10 points a game, they shut down SMU and Memphis, who can both score. To, and held them both to 10 points in each game. So they can shut down high-powered offenses. They've done it twice already. Um, you know, since he could score, I think maybe – I think Houston maybe a tad maybe more explosive on offense. But, you know, Houston could put up 40 points just as easy. It's a tough – it's a tough, tough number. I mean, like you said, I think Houston – you know, Houston might find some ways to score. You know, I don't – I don't think – I don't. I mean, it's just it's a tough game to call. I mean, you know, I think Houston would have to definitely. I think they'll have to score in the twenties to cover this game, because I think since he's going to score in Houston, so Houston since he's probably going to be in the thirties, so it's going to be in a tough game. I would norm under normal circumstances, I'd probably take a shot with the over in this game, but the problem with it is fifty-five. The problem with that is, if since his defense shows up, it's, they might not get to fifty-five. So. Me, this is as much as I like Cincinnati and I did bet Houston, I think this is a pass game for me. I'm just curious to see how this game's gonna um gonna play out. So let's get to the NFL. Our first game we'll go over. Uh Seattle is at Buffalo. Like Seattle is what, three right now? They Seattle has been playing I mean, lights out all season. Buffalo's had some letdowns the last couple of weeks. I think, you know, I think this could be a good spot for Buffalo. What do you think about this one? Well, I mean, I'm not really in love with this game. I don't want to try to make a living betting against Russell Wilson, but Seattle's front line is not real good, I noticed. They give up a lot of yards rushing. They they, they got great linebackers, but the defensive line's a little weak. And normally, you know, on the road, you struggle when you can't stop the run. And you know, that came, you know, that, that came true with, with Arizona. I mean, they had problems stopping Arizona. They they really should have blew Arizona out in the first half, and Arizona just hung around, hung around, ended up beating them in overtime. On the, you know, so Seattle showed me that, you know, 
they may they may struggle on the road. And I just think this Buffalo team, I'm not really a, in love with Buffalo, but they do they do some things really well. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They don't make a lot of they don't have a lot of penalties. They run the ball good. They play good defense. They do all the things that a solid team has to do. And you have to beat them. They're not going to beat themselves. And in this game, you know, taking three at home is probably not a bad idea with Buffalo. I mean, it's I wouldn't take less than three. But I think if you get a field goal, because, you know, Seattle doesn't blow anybody out normally. So they are, they like to play them field goal games. So how can you not take the three in this spot with a good team at home? Yeah, I agree with you 100% on this. Seattle's been playing lights out all year. I mean – the offensive line still can't protect Russell Wilson. Every time he drops back, he's breaking the pocket. He's scrambling. He's on the run. And Buffalo has not played good the last couple of weeks. And I think this is a bad, bad spot for Seattle, having the Rams up next week. And Buffalo's a little pissed. I think that I think the defense is going to be in a backfield all game. I think they're going to put pressure on Wilson. I think – I just think Seattle's going to struggle, especially on the road. And then, you know, you're getting, you're getting points at home with a dog. So I definitely, I definitely like Buffalo. I think they're the right side in this game. Next game we'll go over is um, Baltimore at Indianapolis. Now, this is a, sort of an interesting line. Line open three, and they bet in Indy. It's down to one and a half now. So I want to hear your thoughts on this one. Well, uh, you know, Indy's, Indy's been playing good. They, uh, I think they win two in a row. They look pretty good the last couple weeks they've played. Uh, Phillip Rivers. You know, he's not setting the world on fire, but he's doing enough to win. They fell behind against Cincinnati a couple weeks ago, I think 28 points or 20, 21 points, and they, they come back and ended up winning the game. You know, uh, I just – I think Indy's, a, you know, an above-average team. I do like Frank Reich, but, you know, Baltimore, they, they should have beat Pittsburgh. They – you know, Lamar Jackson threw a bunch of interceptions, stupid plays, and, I mean, he just made some bonehead mistakes, which you know that's going to happen with him. But I think this week they clean that up, and I do think Baltimore is a better team. They have a better defense, and they have a much more explosive offense. And I think if they don't turn the ball over, they're going to win this game pretty easy. That's just, you know, how I see it. You know, I could be wrong, but – I mean, Phillip Rivers, they kind of – Frank Reich's kind of turned him into a game manager more than, you know, he, he don't want him to throw the ball 40 times a game like he did when he was in San Diego because he'll throw a lot of interceptions too. In fact, I think he's going to throw a couple in this game. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they, they definitely should have won that game last week. Just turnovers killed them, and, and they still almost came back and got it. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh had a good scheme against them. They kept them, like I've said, all year. He's – the Baker Mayfields and, and, and the Lamar Jacksons and even Mahomes. You can keep these guys in the pocket and, and keep them centered in the pocket and put some pressure, and they can make some mistakes. Well, I, I, I think we're going to see some moving pocket a little bit. Saw so, so a little half rolls to each side and get Lamar Jackson running, you know, throwing some you know, high percentage routes, and then he could just always tuck it and run. Um, I don't think they're going to sit there all game and just sort of let him because, you know, he does have a good, decent defense and so, so, somewhat of a good pass rush. And I don't think they just want to sit him back there and let him do the same thing Pittsburgh did. So I think you're going to see Jackson run the ball a little bit more. I'm really not a big fan of him. You know, I feel if you, make, if you can make him throw the ball, you can beat him. But I think they're going to run. I think they're going to move the pocket 
a little bit this week, sort of, you know, half rolls to each side. And Phillip Rivers, I mean, he just finds a way every week, week in, week out here. You know, he's going he's gonna to turn the ball over. He is going to give you a chance. He, he makes bad passes and he makes bad decisions. And I think Baltimore's a little, a little perturbed on what happened this past week. I think they're going to take it out on Indy. So I definitely like Baltimore in this, in this spot. Next game we got, we got the Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers open three. It's down to pick them right now. So they are all over the Raiders right now. So how do you see this game? Oh, I think I'm going against the money in this spot, too. I, I think the Chargers are due for a win. I mean, they've been blowing leads every week. I mean, they had a big lead against uh, Tampa Bay. They blew it. They had a big lead against the Saints on Monday night, and they blew it. They beat Jacksonville last week. They were beating the Broncos by three touchdowns, I think, and ended up blowing that game. You know, I mean, this team's just – they keep getting leads and they keep scoring 30 a game and coming up short. I don't I don't understand it. That's coaching. And, I mean, they coming home. The Raiders just beat Cleveland on the road. They, the Raiders have been playing good. But this is a division game, and, you know, I see these two teams very closely matched, and so do the odds makers. That's why the Lions pick it right now. But, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to take a shot with the char- Chargers in this game. I think, you know, the Raiders, uh, you know, they, they're having a good year. they four and three. But, uh, you know, they, they didn't really do nothing spectacular against the Browns. They won 16-6 last week. So, I think they're going to have to score way more than 16 to win this game because I think that, you know, this this Herbert kid's definitely throwing a deep ball good and he's completing a lot of passes. And I just think that the Chargers are, are going to jump up and win this game at home. Yeah, I agree. I had the Raiders last week against Cleveland. I thought that was a good spot for them. Um, I think, like I said, the Chargers have been every – just about in every game this, this year and probably should have three or four more wins. They just find ways to let games get away from them. I like this kid, Justin Herbert. Kid's playing great. Um, you know, he's, he's going to make some young mistakes, which is fine, but the, I like the way the kid, he handles himself, throws the ball good. He's got poise. He don't, he don't rattle at all. They can clean up that mess. I think, you know, I, I just think the Chargers are the play this week. I think it's a good spot for them. Could be a close game. I don't see any blowout either way. Wouldn't shot me if a game down to a field goal. You know, you're sitting here at pick them. You know, I definitely – so you don't have to worry about landing any points. So I definitely like the Chargers in this spot. All right, we'll touch on one more game, and then we'll get to picks. The Saints are at Tampa. Tampa opened four and a half, up to five and a half. There's some fives out there. Saints beat them in week one. Um, Breeze has got a little bit of a shoulder injury. I just run up on it. Nothing to worry about, he says. He'll be there. You know, they say Thomas is still nursing the hamstring and the ankle. And I think everybody's going to be playing. Everybody will be full strength. I mean, because if Breeze wasn't going to play, this line would be probably higher. Um, so I can see this game. You there, Steve? I think we lost Steve for a minute. Hopefully we'll get him back. So, but to go over the Saints game, Steve, if you get back on, just let me know. See this game. 
Okay, we back with the show. We had a little technical difficulty with Steve. Uh, we're about to end the show. We're going to go over to Saints Buccaneers. Um, you know, Tampa Bay has a little bit of revenge because they lost to him the first time. Saints usually play him good over there. I think I, I, I like the Saints plus the points, especially with Michael Thomas back. I think it'll be a close game. Um, you know, Saints could win the game, but I definitely think it's going to be close. All right, let me give out my picks for the week. Uh, two college picks. I definitely like Clemson uh, minus the points against Notre Dame. I just think it's a you know a class and a big mismatch. So take Clemson later points. Also like Texas. Texas minus six and a half or seven over West Virginia. You know West Virginia's been playing out of their minds, and Texas finally, after about five or six weeks, finally put a good game together and won a won a barn burner with Oklahoma State. So. Tom Herman finally got, got on, a, on a win column playing a good game. I just think they continue that this week. So take Texas minus the points against West Virginia. NFL, I like the Ravens minus the points at Indy. I like Washington Redskins at home minus the three against the Giants. I think Washington's ready to break out. They, they've been playing great defense all year. This kid, Kyle Allen, finally had a, he had a good game. And I think, that, I think this team is psyched up now. I think they're going to start winning some games. They're going to surprise a lot of people. So take the Redskins minus the three against the Giants. And I like Tennessee to bounce back this week. Now, Tennessee just had a bad game. I mean, it happens. Everybody has bad games. And, you know, I just, I just think they're going to come to play. I think Vrabel's going to have them ready. I think they're going to give Nick Foles some fits with the Bears, so definitely take Tennessee. Minus the points against the Bears. So that'll do it this week for the show. And I'm going to let Dale and Roy take us out of here.